Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. And this is the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson and Luke McCarty, artofmoneyradio.com. For more information on the McPherson Financial Group or to schedule that initial complimentary consultation. We appreciate you listening. Now, let's get to the show. Did you see NASA deliberately crashed its dark spacecraft into an asteroid? Heard about it. I haven't seen it yet, but did it even move it? No, not at all. Here's the clip of it. <laughs> it looks to me like we're headed straight in. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. We got it? And we have impact. A giant leap for humanity in the name of planetary defense. The hope was to develop a way to ward off major life-threatening asteroid in the future. I guess they're happy because they were able to hit it. I guess. So it's moving, you know, at thousands and thousands of miles an hour, and they're having to line up and hit that. I guess is why they're cheering. But of course, it didn't do anything because there is not an explosion. It's not. They're just trying to hit it. Look, that sounds inflationary. (laughs) (laughs) Hundreds of millions of dollars to hit a rock. Yes. (laughs) Look, we're a big fan of NASA. So if you think it's going to help, then we're all about it. But, you know, I couldn't help but compare this as we talk about having plans to retirement plans, experiencing the stock market crash. So what measures have you been taking to lessen the impact of this crash that continues to affect our retirement plans? Yeah, it's been a, a historically bad year. I mean, if you look at where we are and you have a typical retired couple that's trying to do a 60-40 model blend. Uh, currently, year-to-date, you know, through this week, we're down about 20% when you have a blend of stocks and bonds uh, in that portfolio. That's not a very good year, Mark, when that's supposed to be a moderate or conservative, moderate <laughs> type of a breakdown for your funds in retirement. What we have done here at McPherson Finance Group is we use non-correlated assets. So we'll use uh, things that don't fluctuate like that when the market gets really bad. So we're always looking for opportunities to help safeguard these downside times because we know they're coming. We just don't know how bad they get and we don't know what they're called. So the current one we're in right now is, I guess you call it the green energy drop or whatever, but it is uh, our current one because of inflation, really. And the Fed fighting inflation has really been the big problem. Mm -hmm. And that three or four weeks ago, the Fed coming back out and kind of reinstating that they're going to be very aggressive fighting inflation. Um, the market has not liked it since we were this week have hit new lows again. So it's been a, a been a tough year for sure. Yeah. So a good client example I have is, you know, I had a client a couple of weeks ago. She was concerned about her portfolio. Right. She just retired, just started taking income and she sees what the stock market's doing. Now, she has all those non-correlated assets and those buckets we were talking about. So I'd say about half of her portfolio is not really being impacted by what's going on. And I told her, I said, well, you have enough safe money to last you seven years before you even touch one of the stocks, right? Before you even touch your Apple stock or your Google stock. So when you look at it that way, if we think about the 2008 and nine event that we had, it took you about three years to break even. Well, she has seven years of safe money for spending. And, you know, that really helped her think about, gosh, the market's bad, but I'm okay. So when you say safe money, she has seven years of safe money. So for somebody who's like new to putting their retirement plan together, they've been saving, they've been working on their nest egg, you know, just define it for me. If we're new to this, what is my safe money? Sure. I mean, safe money can be an annuity, right? A fixed index annuity that cannot go down in value. It can be bonds, but only certain types of bonds because bonds are getting crushed. So you want to be on the shorter duration of those bonds, you know, be closer to maturity. 
right? It could be some cash. It could be dividends. You know, it could be, you know, we, we have a short-term money market like ETF. Now that's paying almost 3%. So it's a combination of those, you know, preferred stocks, you know, farmland. I mean, there's a lot of different things that goes into it that's considered pretty safe right now. So if you have a question about what's safe for you and what's the best option for you for your retirement plan, give the team of the McPherson Financial Group a call. Let's begin that conversation. If you have that 500000 in assets, no cost, no obligation to you to sit down with Art McPherson. Luke McCarty, let's put that plan together. Let's adjust your plan as needed. Again, all it's going to cost you is the time it takes to make the phone call. 772-281-5223. And Art, Luke, as we're talking about this market, it's expected that a recession is also going to bring some layoffs. So if someone Someone is close to retirement and they lose their job. What are the options when it comes to their former workplace 401k? Do they cash it out? Should they roll it into an IRA? How do you help them take a next step into securing their retirement future? Never, ever cash out a 401k. <laughs> that is catastrophic. Uh, you lose, you know, 20 to probably 32% of it to taxes or more because you have to, the 401k is mandatorily required to withhold 20% automatically. So if you have a half a million dollars in there and you're trying to cash it out, then you're literally gonna lose 20% of it right there. Plus the market's already taken another 20%. So now you're losing 40% of your portfolio. And then um, you're gonna get a love letter by the IRS at the end of next year saying, hey, by the way, you're, you withheld 20%, but you actually owe us 35% because you had to add all of that as current income in the year you did the distribution. So you add that on top of all your other retirement income for the year. So you might be in the 32% bracket or 35 or even 39. So that then you're, all those taxes are due. So you do not want to do that, but you absolutely can take advantage of rolling over your 401k. Um, we have a client this week that just got laid off two weeks ago. Um, he was on a conference call and literally he got laid off with 3000 of his coworkers. Yeesh. Yeah. Nice way to get laid off, right? Yeah, right. Conference call. And uh, basically, we have been rolling the funds over for him. And he just got last week his first distribution check. So, you know, he's in good shape where that money is now coming in for the income. So he went from working income and then now he's getting his retirement income. So in the month that he ran out of funds from working, now it's coming from his retirement income. So we're able to set all that up for him and kind of just keep going like nothing ever changed. You can also, you know, always leave the 401k where it's at. You know, if you have the 401k or a TSP or things like that, you know, you do have the option to leave it there, but you need to know the pros and cons. So when we look at portfolios, we always tell everybody, you know, the cost you're currently paying, even if you don't see the cost. And then we look at, you know, your correlations, you know, Art mentioned earlier, having non-correlated assets, having assets that don't move in the same direction at the same time. Well, when you think of your 401k, if you log in, you may have 20 options, right? And 10 of those may have a, you know, a target retirement date on them that, you know, involves the other 10 options in a different type of blend. So within an IRA, you have a lot more options, more diversification, but it has to make sense for you and your plan. 772-281-5223. And if we're not already in a recession, which I think technically we are, a lot of people sense one coming. So how can you recession-proof your retirement savings? I want you to hear this clip from annuity advocate Cheryl Moore of winkandtell.com. 
She says you can put a portion of your nest egg into an annuity that provides a stream of guaranteed income. If you've put your money into an annuity, you're going to get your money back when you're ready to retire, regardless of what happens with the recession. Now, one thing that might change is your spending power, but there are great annuities that have features in them where you can have increasing income payments, where maybe my paycheck this year is 4% of my annuity's value, but next year, maybe it goes up to 6% of my annuity's value. And after that, maybe 8%. Do you like that? And do you agree with that strategy? We do because it's a non-correlated asset. So anytime you could put money in an instrument that cannot fluctuate in value, and then you can also get a guaranteed income stream for life. There's always good value to that. What we don't like is when you have to give up the asset itself. So if you have to give your $100,000 to the insurance company to guarantee that income stream, we don't like that. We like the annuities that have like a rider on it where the 100000 is still yours and your family's, but you have that income rider on there that'll guarantee you that income for life. And then we can have an inflation adjusted amount or a COLA option where that payment over time will increase with inflation. So that way, inflation won't eat up the buying power of the money. So if it was $350 a month when you first started it, it may be $600 a month after 15 years, and then it might be $900 a month after 25. So it'll go up over time. So as the cost of everything else goes up, so does your check. Mm-hmm. And then it's guaranteed for life. And usually most of the ones that Luke and I use here for our clients, it's guaranteed also for your spouse's life. And then the kids and the grandkids get whatever cash is left in the contracts. Yeah. Yeah, they're great investments for a portion of the portfolio. We use them here as a bond alternative. So instead of owning a bond that's down 14% this year, right, you could own an annuity that's not down at all, that has some guarantees in it. And when you're looking at where to take income from this year, right, we've switched our clients from taking income out of their stock portfolio into taking income from these buckets that can't lose money. And then as the stock portfolio rebounds over time, then we switch it back. So not only is it good for guaranteed income, but it's also good for, you know, preservation of your portfolio. Luke, I mean, as we talk about annuities, what, why are they not more popular? Is it because there's so many different options and some of them are high fees and some of them don't have that guaranteed income? Why did it not seem like a more popular option for a retirement plan? Well, there's, there's so many different options in them and there's so many different companies and they're, you know, a lot of them are very confusing. So you have to kind of, you know, what Art and I do, you know, weed, weed through all of them. As a fiduciary, as an independent advisor, we can use any company we want to. And so we find the best ones that don't have, you know, these random indexes they follow or these different trigger amounts or these high fees or gosh, we've seen some annuities from, you know, people who became clients and they walked in the door with an annuity that was a 15 year. That's a really long time. Right. You're either right for all 15 years or you're wrong for 15 years. So you got to be careful of the fees and the timing of annuities. You know, and then you have, you know, your Fisher investments and your um, Susie Orman saying no to annuities. No, no, no. I'd say no to most of them, but there are some that can make sense. And you always say there's nothing wrong with asking questions. It's a no judgment zone. We've heard of a financial planner and a retirement planner. And Art, I'll be honest, they pretty much sound the same. What is the difference between a financial planner and a retirement planner And what are y'all? Well, financial planner in the industry is pretty popular. So that's someone who is growing your net worth or growing your portfolio over time. So they're looking to accumulate your money. They're having it grow for you. 
where retirement planning is all about income, producing income over that retirement period. So now not only are you worried about growth of the assets to keep pace with inflation, you're now worried about that income lasting for the rest of your retirement. So when we go through real volatile times in the market like we are today, those volatile times make it difficult for people to understand what to do with their withdrawals and when should I put money and they get very nervous because they're like, am I going to be okay? Is the money going to run out? So what we can do is we can put all the scenarios that someone can go through. And, you know, if you're going through a 25 year period, Mark, and you're going to retire over a 25 year period, you're probably going to go through four or five major market corrections. Just so happens the last three years, Luke and I were talking about that this week. It's been a really ugly three year period because you had COVID there and then you had one good bounce year. And then now we've had this year. So in a three year period, you've got two negative market cycles and only one good cycle. So typically out of a 10 year period, you'll have three negative cycles and we've had two negative cycles in just a three year period. So you never know when these cycles come through, but when they come through, you want to make sure you have a plan of attack that you can still get the income you need. You can still get those distributions and you know everything's going to work. Nothing wrong with asking questions to the team at the McPherson Financial Group. And if you hear something on this weekend show you need some clarity on, give the team a call. 772-281-5223. And Luke, you mentioned fiduciary earlier in the show. Go ahead and define that for me because it's a term we use a lot here on The Art of Money. Well, the most simple definition of fiduciary is doing what's in your client's best interest. It sounds silly and it sounds like it should always be the rule or, or the standard. But, you know, one thing you need to look out for is, is everything available to you where you currently are, right? Because as a fiduciary here, we can use any institution, any investments, you know, pretty much anything we want to, as long as it's in your best interest. And so, you know, if we only had one product, that's usually not in your best interest. So that's kind of the definition of fiduciary, but going down to another level of, you know, what is offered where you currently are. The other standard in the industry is, is it suitable? So, you know, when you buy an investment or a mutual fund or an ETF or an annuity or a life insurance policy or a long-term care, uh, the standard in the state of Florida, and this is pretty much the same throughout the states, but is it suitable? Is it a recommended product that is suitable for you, your income, your debt, your all your kind of financial situation? Is it suitable? Well, you can have something that's suitable for you, but maybe it's not in your best interest because there's high fees, maybe there's high commissions, things like that. So you had a question earlier that kind of dovetails out of this question, which was, you know, why do annuities have such a bad reputation? And I think one of the reasons for that is typically some of the best annuities in the industry are sold on the life insurance side. So they have some of the best guarantees and they have some of the lower fees in the industry. But typically the agents that sell those products are life insurance only agents and they're not fiduciaries and they don't have that expertise in financial side. So they don't have the expertise for financial planning. They don't have those recommendations. And those are typically the longer term products. So instead of being in an annuity for a three year, four year, five year period, you're stuck in them that are 10, 12 and 15 years. And a lot of times if you look at the industry as a whole, the average life insurance agent is only in the industry for three years. So you have somebody who bought a 10 year or a 15 year product that they get no help on for the remaining seven or 12 years. So they get very confusing when they call the home office, they get kind of different information. Just like if you call social security department, it seems like every person you talk to, you get a different answer. So 
it could be very frustrating for the end user or for the client. So as a fiduciary model, we're here to help. We are their local branch and they can call us anytime they want and we can be an arm for them, whether it comes into the high level things like doing rollovers and all those complicated type tasks or something simple about, hey, if I want to do this, does it make sense for me to make a withdrawal? Should I turn my rider on? What should I do? And to reach out to the team to make that call, 772-281-5223. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A17 74725. Today's show has been a work of art. 